Do you get nervous preparing for and then get even more nervous during your interview? Do you find yourself worrying what will happen if you get the job even before the interview has started? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to help you shift your mindset for your next interview and give you one game-changing tip to help you crush your next interview. Let's get started. Hi, I'm John Narrell, and welcome to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. If you're feeling stuck in your career and overwhelmed by what steps to take, I can help you. As an executive and career transition coach, I help my clients prepare, position, and promote who they are and what they do to show up and find a job they love or love the job they have. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. So let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today is episode 43. We're going to spend a little time today talking about interview preparation and working on being completely unattached to the outcome. Now, if you are not part of my private Facebook group, I want you to go to facebook.com, search for your mid-career GPS answer the membership questions, and join the group. I have had a number of people come back to me over the past couple of weeks, and they have said things to me like, I wish I knew this stuff when I was younger. I wish I had this kind of information at my disposal to help me better navigate my career. You do not need to be a mid-career professional to join my private Facebook group and certainly to listen to this podcast. In fact, if you know somebody, be it your son, daughter, niece, nephew, granddaughter, grandson, uh, younger employee, friend, whoever that is that you think is going to be benefiting from the content in today's episode, Share this podcast with them. Encourage them to subscribe and follow on their favorite platform. Obviously, would appreciate a five-star rating and review if you like it that much. And just help me get this message out there. So share away, my friends. I'd really, really appreciate that. Okay. Here's the thing I want to hone in on specifically today about interviewing. I have shared with you over the past few episodes that our brain wants to default to these negative thoughts. And many of my clients, when they are going into an interview or even people who I'm talking to on a consult who are considering hiring me as their coach, tend to fill their brain with a lot of mind drama and negative thinking that really stems from worry and anxiety about what's going to happen if they get the job. I've got this big vacation plan. They're not going to want to hire me if I'm going to go out on vacation shortly after I start. Or maybe they're thinking that, you know, they're not sure if they're going to be able to work remotely. And that hasn't been clearly stated in the job posting or been communicated up until this point. Let's acknowledge that at whatever stage you are at in the interview process, They have liked you enough that they want to get to know you a little more. There is a time and a place for questions, and there is a time and a place to ask them in a way that is going to make you look better 
in this entire process. Our mind wants to go to this rather dark place because it wants to tell us we're not good enough. It wants to show that we're insufficient or coming from a place of lack in some point, that we're not the quote unquote ideal or perfect employee. Nobody is. So when you think about those kind of things, it takes us away from coming from a place of value and service that I have talked so much about on this podcast and I share in my work. So if you're in the the midst of an interview process or when you get to that point, I want you to take a sheet of paper and a pen or a pencil. I do not want you to type this out. I want you to write down all of your thoughts that you have going into this interview and circle the ones that are negative. The ones that you circle that are negative thinking, that's the stuff you have to do work around. That is, those are the things that you need to be paying attention to because it's telling you you're not good enough. As a candidate, when I was actively interviewing for jobs, I remember so well how I would get myself all worked up going into an interview because I was so nervous and anxious that I was going to not have the right answer. I was going to fumble over my words. I wasn't going to put a coherent sentence together. They were going to ask me something I didn't know. And I was going to look like a total idiot. And when I was telling myself those things, it was understandable that I wouldn't go into an interview at my best. I started doing a lot of work around the fact that there is never going to be a a time when I'm going to know the answer to every single question. That's just part of who I am as a human being. So if they ask me a question I don't know, I had to figure out a way to answer it to tell my story, to control the narrative in that, well, I've never had this experience, but here's how I'd answer it. Or here's how I'd handle that situation. As a hiring manager, I've watched hundreds of people interview and struggle with telling their story or getting so far ahead of themselves, they forgot to build the relationship with me. An interview is an opportunity for you to get to know them and them to get to know you. And as you're leading into the interview, I want you to go ahead and write down all of the questions you want to have answered. Maybe you have a huge vacation planned. Many of you are starting to plan vacations now that the world has opened up. It's getting a little scary with some of the numbers and and stuff ticking back up again. But nevertheless, life is kind of in some ways coming back to what this next normal is, right? So you might be planning a trip. You might be thinking it's not the right time for me to start a new job if I've got a huge vacation planned. If they like you enough, they're going to work with you on that. They understand that people had lives before they came to their organization. Maybe you're concerned about working remotely and that hadn't, hasn't been clearly communicated in the job posting or the details leading up to it. 
there's a time and a place to ask that question. Make a list of all of the questions you want to have answered and circle the ones that are most appropriate for that interview you're going into. The questions that center around logistics like vacation, paid time off, working remotely, flex scheduling, those are things that you can ask once you have the offer. Because now that they've made an offer, now it's a chance for you to work out the finer details. If you're worrying about that when you're initially talking to a recruiter, my friends, I'm going to tell you in my expert opinion, you are way off base. Unless, this is the caveat here, unless that is an absolute deal breaker for you and you need to know that information right off the bat. That is the only time I would ever suggest to someone that they get those questions out at the very beginning is if they're an absolute deal breaker and you don't want to waste your time and you think you're wasting theirs and let's just get this out in the open and get the question done. Interviewing is so much about your mindset. Yes, being nervous is a natural part of it. You're nervous because you want the job. You're nervous because you care. And if you are someone who tends to get anxious and tends to get nervous while you are interviewing, you need to practice more. You need to get more experience, do mock interviews, either with colleagues, friends, hire a coach to help you and get more robust and richer feedback around the things you are saying or not saying in an interview, as well as the things you are doing and not doing. If you struggle with virtual interviewing, interviewing remotely, or even the one-way interview, you need to practice those things. Turn the camera on and recite. You'll go through your answers to certain questions and see how that looks and see how that sounds. And all of those things you have to practice. You cannot, I'm a huge Yankees fan, right? You cannot walk out in a Yankee stadium and think that you're going to hit a home run without training for that all of your life. You have trained for this interview all of your life. I say over and over and over again that you are where you are at because of the totality of your experiences and you are exactly where you need to be. So here is that game-changing tip that I am going to share with you right now to help you crush your next interview. I want you to work on adopting a mindset that an interview is nothing more than a conversation. I want you to think of the interview as like going on a coffee date with somebody. You don't go on a coffee date with somebody and on that coffee date, ask them to marry you. If they do, probably not the right person for you. Probably a lot of needy and graspy energy there, okay? It's a coffee date. That's all it is. You're going to spend 15, 20, 30, 60 minutes, half a day, a full day, whatever it is, getting to know them and they're getting to know you. 
The biggest mistake people make, I did it when I was interviewing, when I shifted my mindset on this, it was a huge game changer for me. I see this and work this really, really hard with all of my clients. The biggest mistake people make in an interview is they get tied to the outcome. When you allow your brain to get so far ahead and thinking, what's going to happen if I get the job? How am I going to tell my boss that I'm leaving? What if I have a longer commute? All of those things, you are taking yourself away from the present moment where your sole purpose is to have a conversation and get them interested in learning more about you. You have to take your time in an interview. Your brain wants to make this experience so much more stressful. And let me say, if you are interviewing for the position, you are interested in the job. And on some level, you absolutely want the job. But you cannot get to that point because you have to focus on building the relationship first. If you meet the love of your life and you look at that person and you say to yourself, I can see myself spending the rest of my life with this person. If you believe in love at first sight, chances are you are not going to tell them that because you're afraid of scaring them off. But your actions and how you show up is going to allow you to build that relationship to really see if it's a great fit. So yes, you can go into the interview knowing that you want the job, but you have to focus on building the relationship first with the hiring manager, with the other interviewers, with the panel, whoever they are. You have to get them interested in who you are and what you do. And when you and they see this as a fit, then great things happen. So many of my clients lead with very, very big hearts. They're very caring and dedicated professionals. They're very service-oriented and mission-driven. And so their default is they tend to put everybody else first before them. So when they go into an interview, they often struggle with having to talk about themselves because they haven't done the work around their professional brand and coming from a place of true value and service about how they're going to help a new organization and be able to communicate that. You need to find ways that are going to allow you to show up from that place of service and value. How are you going to help them? How are your skills needed? Where is your genius or your expertise wanted and can be utilized and leveraged excellently in this position? Those are the things that you need to be focusing on. So the goal here is essentially playing a game of get to know me. I interviewed one time and I walked in and I sat down with the interviewer and I said, okay, let's get to know each other. Let, let's do this. And they were kind of taken aback a little bit and they were like, huh, okay. 
they got to know me a little bit more through the interview and they were like, you're, you're very confident. And I said, I'm very confident in how I can help you and my ability. And that's what an interview is. It's a chance for us to get to know each other. So why make it out to be anything else? And if we see this as a great fit, then all the other stuff falls into place. Trust me, if they like you and they want to hire you, then the things that they're going to be able to work with you on and negotiate with you, they're going to do their best to make it happen. Organizationally, there may be some things they cannot move on. If they have an organizational policy that everybody needs to be in the office three days a week, you starting out and working remotely 100%, probably not going to happen. But they may be willing to be flexible with you on some things. That, that stuff I, I know just gets worked out at the end. You just work that all out. It's like negotiating a car sale. It just all works itself out in the end. And if you really are invested in joining them and they are invested in bringing you on, that stuff just gets worked out. Clear your mind from all the drama and show up from a place of value and service as to how you're going to help them completely unattached to the outcome. Because the outcome can only happen when they make you an offer or they don't. And that decision is theirs to make, not yours. You have no control over that. You can't go into the interview and be needy and graspy and demand it. Like, you have to hire me because no, uh-uh. The decision about whether to hire you or not is completely out of your control. The only thing you can do is present your best self, share your story from a place of value and service, be the best candidate you can, and let them make their decision. When you are totally unattached from the outcome, you interview from a completely different place. That is my wish for you whether you are going into an interview in the next hour or you're going into an interview in the next year, work at being completely unattached to the outcome to show up at your best. All right, my friends, let me know what you think of this episode. Shoot me a message. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook at John Narrow Coaching. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, we should be. So drop me a drop me a connection request. Let me know you listen to the podcast. You can easily find me at John Narrell. For more information, make sure to check out johnnarrell.com. And remember this, we build our GPSs one step or one mile at a time. And remember, how we show up matters. Make it a great rest of the day, my friends. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to miss an episode, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. And I'd appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free copy of the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart to help you start building your mid-career GPS. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrell Coaching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.